0: In the name of Jesus, amen, hear the word of the Lord from St. John. Jesus' disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? This is the word of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the disciples find a man born blind. He didn't lose his sight in a, hey, y'all watch this kind of mistake. Wasn't attacked. He was born that way. And just because he was born that way, it doesn't make life any easier. It doesn't make it okay. So the disciples ask a reasonable question. Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Because this isn't right. This isn't good. So whose fault is it? There's got to be somebody to blame. Because if this man born blind, if he is at fault, he sinned in the womb. It's possible. He was a person in there, and a sinner. But for some reason, it still seems a lot easier to blame his parents. And that's what we always do. My family miscarried, twice. And my anguish and my guilt, I wondered if it was my fault, both times. Lisa did too. What could we have done differently? Where is the fault? I hear it so often. Parents come to me whose kids have strayed from the faith. Parents come to me when their kids suffer. Parents come to me when their kids are wounded, are handicapped, when they hurt. Every single parent asks, is this my fault? These are dark roads to go down. Sometimes you can find fault. The Ten Commandments, they paint a picture of how things are actually supposed to be. And all of us, every last one of us, falls short of that standard. Sin breaks stuff. And sometimes that's my fault. And sometimes that's your fault. But sometimes, as hard as we look, we can't actually find somebody to blame. Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind? Who sinned and caused the coronavirus? Why is God punishing us? Which one of you did this? The internet told me that somebody either ate a bat or some kind of armadillo-looking thing that I can't pronounce. I don't know. The thing is, though, sometimes the sin that breaks stuff, it is just so ground into the dust that there is no real way to figure out who to blame short of Adam himself who fell. He brought sin into the world. He passed it through his DNA to this blind man, to his parents, to you, And to me, to our children and their children's children, Adam was dust. And in sin, to dust he did return. And he ground his sin into that very dust of the earth, and now we are dust too. So if you want to assign blame for misery, there is no real shortage of it to go around. But there is no help there either. So when the disciples ask who to blame, Jesus doesn't answer the way that they want him to. He answered, it is not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. See, Jesus wants more for us than to be wandering around in darkness, finding somebody to blame so that we can sling fault at each other like mud. There is no help for you in that pit. There is no comfort for you in blaming somebody else. There is nothing but darkness and dust and death. There is wisdom in Jesus' words here. The law shows us our sin. Sometimes we can learn from that and aim for better. But when we can't actually find a commandment being broken, stop going down that road. Stop looking for somebody to blame. Stop trying to sling fault. If you can't actually find one of the commandments being broken, then you can't find a place to learn. So leave that pit. Don't play in there. You will only get covered in the very same darkness that you're trying to find blame for. So, which one of you caused the coronavirus? I don't know. Just wash your hands and don't be gross. Stop making idols out of hand sanitizer. That breaks the first commandment. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's toilet paper. Stop hoarding at others' expense. That breaks the seventh commandment and the ninth. But when it comes to the fault that goes deeper, see what our Lord does here. He points to himself. He doesn't explain this man's blindness in a way that somehow makes us feel better for it by having the right person to blame. There is no feeling better for this man's blindness. Even knowing who to blame doesn't actually fix anything. And so Jesus points to himself. And in doing so, he addresses the real problem that the disciples have. It's that they called him rabbi. They called him teacher. And that's what folks always seem to want to call Jesus in the Bible when they want to make it clear. They don't think that he's the God that he claims to be. You're not God, but maybe you're a teacher. The word rabbi, it looks away from who Jesus is. So, of course, they can't find God in this man's blindness. They're blind themselves. Our Lord opens their eyes first. This, all of this, is so that the works of God might be displayed in this man. So pay attention. Where is God visible in all of this? It's not actually in the diagnosis of the problem. It's not even in the ideal of a perfect world, a a great light, perfect day where there is nothing wrong at all. God finally becomes visible in the dark blindness of sin. We finally see God at work where things get the darkest. That's where we find him, working mercy. God isn't visible in the diagnosis. The diagnosis, that's a law word. That's a Ten Commandments word. The Ten Commandments, they diagnose the problem, but they cannot fix it. The law applied to creation only points out what's wrong. But God is there to be what's right. And God is invisible in some great ideal of a perfect day. On those days, we forget him altogether. The light of the world isn't visible in the day, but only in the dark. You can hardly see a candle shine on a perfect sunshiny day. But in the darkness of light, you see its flame dance from very far away. Where was God finally visible in all of this mess? See, they just wanted a teacher to explain away what's wrong. And in desiring that, learned nothing. Nothing. Rather, Jesus heals this man and shows where God really makes himself known in the darkness, working mercy, and it's ugly. But God reveals himself in the darkness, in the spit, in the mud, in the suffering, in the death on the cross. This is where we finally see who our God is. Christianity, it's a really tough sell to a world this dark until you find God dwelling in the darkness too. Until you find God becoming man to bleed and die upon a cross for you. God who actually doesn't just stand back from the darkness, but joins it, because a loving God is a hard concept in the face of suffering until you find him suffering for you on the cross to forgive you your sins, to forgive the world their sins, and to forgive the sins of Adam so ground into the dust that everything wrong in the world will be brought to nothing when the sun was blotted out from the sky and your Lord upon that cross put an end to it, saying, It is finished. Look into the dark for Jesus not blame. And all of a sudden, the whole thing changes. Jesus spits on the ground, makes mud, rubs it in the man's eyes and tells him go wash. And he's healed. In the darkness, the day star shines. He who died for us rose again, putting an end to death. He who conquered death brings dust back to life all over again. He resurrects Adam through darkness to light, through death to life. And he does the same for you. He brings light to darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. The light is visible wherever Jesus is, and so the night cannot endure there. And so we gather around his word, his promise, his light. Even now, when we can't gather, we hear him. And as dark as it seems these days, we still find our God. He is healing. He is forgiving. He is bringing light through mud and spit, through death and resurrection, through cross and empty tomb, through baptism for you. Because remember, you're washed too. You are already baptized. You are already united with him in dust and mud and death, but also in life. So instead of worrying about fault, focus on promise, for you are healed. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your heart and your mind unto life everlasting. Amen.